side is podcasting. It sure is. Yeah. The weather outside is frightful. Take it away, Jake. I'm really mad at myself for saying that. And the fire is so delightful. You have a favorite Christmas song? Uh, I don't know. You have a favorite Christmas I used to album, s- anything like that? Favorite Christmas album? It's not going to shock you. Oh, probably. Well, by the way, this is uh, Late to the Party with Travis Tate. Hey, everybody. How are everybody doing out there? I'm Jake. That's Travis. And this there. is Travis on the ones and nines. I don't uh, know how that works. We're ensconced within Christmas right now. That's right. And uh, help me, please. We're excited just to chat about it. Help you, please. Oh, help yeah. me, please. How is how is Christmas treating the the mailman these um, days? Pretty much the day after no, Thanksgiving, I just wanna, you, you everything with went alone about it. Insane. It was fine, and then after Thanksgiving, it went crazy, and it's just been crazy, crazy, crazy kind ever of a since. Ever yeah, since. yeah. Hope you're all happy. <laughs> I hope you're all happy. That stupid Amazon commercial. I don't know if you've seen it where all the, the smiles are, are singing. I don't really. Screw that commercial. I pretty much watch everything on streaming, so I don't generally see commercials very often. I hope that. That's where I've seen it. I've seen it streaming, like the CW network. Every once in a while, yeah. Is what, watching, watching my TV stories. And a bunch of commercials. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They have those. Have you ever used the CW app? No. See, no. I watch like all of the DC shows and Supernatural on the CW app because I don't have. I use uh, Netflix a little bit, like cable at the gym. I watch a few episodes. Well, on the CW app, it keeps it. It keeps the the five newest episodes on there, so you can stay up with the current season. Yeah, that's, the yeah, problem is right. <clears throat> there's ads on it. It's free. It's completely free, which is great. But and there's ads on it, but they play the same ads sometimes four times in a row. You'll get like a stupid Domino's commercial where it goes. Dong, and then like the family comes home to get pizza. Or there's also this Amazon commercial where all the the smiles start singing, and I hate it. <laughs> I just flip it Do off. Do you consider Amazon to be your mortal enemy? More or less, yeah. Jeff Bezos, eat a big fat one. Yeah, buddy. There's the Christmas spirit I was looking. Yeah, for. ho, freaking ho. We're coming for you, Bezos. Bezos or Bezos or Beelzebub. Whatever your name, bald guy. No offense, he's bald. That's all right. He's a billionaire. Work. He's he's a billionaire. Gross. Screw him. So Christmas music. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like uh, Christmas with Dino. That's a good one. It's a Dean Martin one. Yeah, I. Crooner, I like the standards. Crooner stuff, sure. It's yeah, that's that's probably my favorite. The standards, and you get weird stuff like uh, uh, Neil Diamond. His Christmas album is is weird to me just because he's he's of the Jewish faith. I, I guess <laughs> I guess his kids celebrate Christmas or something like that. So, but it was always weird. Like there, he did a version of I, uh, White Christmas where he's like, I, I I I am dreaming of a white Christmas. It's just weird. It sounds strained. It's, it is weird. I don't know if I've heard that. Uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. They're coming to time? Christmas today. Sorry. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Worst song ever. I hate that song. That is a dude. That is that. hundred percent agree. Uh, Worst song year, ever. For some reason, I've seen a lot of picking on. Uh, what is that Mariah Carey <clears throat> song? The All I Want for Christmas Is You. Yeah, yeah that's a, a of, good song. I've seen a lot of haterade poured on that. I. 
That's because one I'm person kind of, I'm kind hated of on it, and everybody else is like, "Well, I got to do that too." I'm more you or know? less indifferent toward it. It just it took off this year, and and simply that's, having a that's wonderful Christmas syndrome. time has been left alone when it is clearly the the bigger offender. It's a it's a really good Chris. It's probably the best new Christmas song of our generation. Mm. I mean, what else? What else is that I good mean, of I'm, a song? I'm going to invoke that Bad Religion has don't a do Christmas, Christmas album, shoes. And I'm I'm fine with that. That's my. I've uh, never heard the Bad Religion Christmas album. Uh, they did like they did like a live version of Silent Night some years ago, and then mm. like a year or two ago, they just put out a whole album of Christmas. But there are new Teeny Bopper people doing All I Want for Christmas. I think sure. Justin Bieber did it. Probably. Like screw that. I mean, All I Want for Christmas is You is probably as close as you get to a, a standard. Right, and that came out when we were in high school. But it's really? still... I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So I, stuff like that is... It was like, I want to say 93, 94, somewhere in there. Is that the Mariah Carey one? Yeah. Was the Mariah Carey one even the first one? I believe so, yeah. Know. You know what is a really good... It's not technically a Christmas song, but it's Sarah McLaughlin. Christmas in Hollis? No, it's... Oh, God. It's like Winter's Tale or Winter something or other. Uh, you got me on that one but it's a really good song i like uh, i don't know what it's called and i can't sing it but it's really good boy to the world by the vandals uh the no doubt version of it's pretty good too i haven't heard that one uh i i think i've heard oi to the world by uh no doubt yeah the no doubt no doubt version they uh, it's a vandal song but then no no doubt did a pretty good version of it. you tell me a couple real quick and i'm gonna find this ah damn it to hell Oh, I just swore really bad hey, on the podcast. It's a Christmas episode. I had to sign into Amazon. Forget that. <laughs> Wait. I don't know what my password is. Position heal thyself. <laughs> well, yeah, I, the music is different. Here, go ahead and talk for a second. Oh. I'm going to type in Sarah McLaughlin wintery song. <laughs> I'll even so, say it. Uh, Watch. You know, Sarah McLaughlin wintery song. Did it work? I think it's called Winter Song. I um, I I really like the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack, but that's even that's kind of a half C. That's that movie is half Christmas, half Halloween, I guess. Which one? Nightmare Before Christmas. That is good stuff. Are we? Are we? Is in this the, the right? Is this the right song? You, you're the one that brought it up. I don't know. Well, it's starting out. It's just it's warming up. My touchstone for Sarah McLaughlin is uh, this is it being depressed about dogs. It's called Song for a Winter's Night. She's a good singer. Don't don't it worry sounds, about those sick dogs, like you guys. That sounds like the first Noel. Everybody, everybody bags on her for the sick dog commercials. There's more to her than sad dogs. I don't, I don't doubt it. This is a good song. But she kind of, she kind of. could all. We're doing a duet. She kind of a, a flag in. Depressing dog commercials. This is a love song that takes place during the winter. It just happens to be winter time. It's almost there. On a winter's night with you. It's a good song. You're going to find out at the end that it was all about dogs that were abused. I hope Sarah McLaughlin is listening to this. Sarah McLaughlin, if you're listening, I. It's don't not feel McLaughlin. It's not the McLaughlin group. Sarah McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Excuse me. I know that's the right way to pronounce your name, but regardless, I'm not worried about if you are upset by my... That might be one of my favorite Christmas songs, though. 
right there. You just heard it. It's not. A, it's a winter song. But it's on a Christmas album. Is it? I think so. What's a, what album's that? It's called album Winter, winter Song. While you were looking it's it up? called Winter Song. <laughs> it came up on YouTube. Uh, but mostly stand. I like the standards a lot. If it was recorded after 1969, I'm probably not going to like it. <laughs> no, it's you want it, you want it, you want it crooned to you. Yep. Yep. Give me some Bing Crosby. Tell about winter. That wasn't very I'm good. dreaming of a white Christmas. Bing Crosby. I think it's a, we talked about doing these Christmas things, and I think it's more established like, I like a Christmas thing that's not really a Christmas thing. <laughs> For the most part, I don't know. I try and get into it. Most Christmas. You're wearing a Toad the Wet Sprocket t shirt. They've got some songs that sound wintry to me. You know, I, would, I am, I am a I always, surprised they don't have a Christmas album. They used to, you know what though? I, I always uh, think Walk on the Ocean could be like, that's a good. Good it's a good song. feel. Well, not a Christmas song, <laughs> but it's one of those songs that makes you feel good when you hear it. Yeah. Oh, it certainly does me. Yeah. I've been. I mean, um, I went. And, I, I think I told you I went and saw Chris or Toad the Wet Sprocket when I was young, a teenager, and they toured with uh, John Mayer opening for them. But I got on a mailing list, and they used to send me a Christmas postcard every year. Wow. That was actually. It's you reminded me of that. It hasn't. It hasn't happened for a long time, and it may it bums me out. It was something every year, you know. They'd mail a postcard with a picture of the band to my mom's house. As a as a fan of the band, I have to ask the question though. It's been so long. Are they now towed the rusty sprocket? Nope, they still put out albums. I saw them like a year ago, I think. Really? Yeah. Good. Glenn Phillips, their lead It's just singer, a joke or, because it's a wet sprocket and nope. things things rust. No. No rust on the... I'm not going to accept your no joke. No rust on the cogs of this machine. The poor choice they made for a band name has been besmirched enough. It's just Toad. Everybody called him Toad, yeah, and then the Toadies came out, and then it became confusing. <clears throat> Remember the Toadies? Oh, I, li- I like Possum the Possum Kingdom? Yeah, I like the Toadies. That was good stuff. Be my angel. Do you want to die? Do you want to die? This isn't Christmas stuff. <laughs> it's going to show how much we uh, were into the Christmas thing. Is it straight? You know, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to mention this is a, a a brief pass away. Christmas. We're in the midst of it. Uh, I was on my way to work the other day, and uh, we have those terrible lighted billboards around. <laughs> yes. Um, my uh, my eyesight is not perfect. Not like Mine's starting to bad. get bad, man. It's not super bad, but it's not perfect. In the distance, I saw something. I thought I saw something. When I got close enough, I was depressed to, to realize that it's a Christmas concert called the Jingle Jam. <laughs> the thing that I thought Is I saw... Is that the one at the Larry Miller's? I, I don't even know. I, I was disgusted when I saw it. Because the thing that I thought I saw, I was really excited for... I thought the, the words, I thought they'd, it was called the jungle ham. And I'm like, jungle oh man, ham. I want the jungle ham. What if it was Jimmy Jam Garvin from the fabulous Freebirds? I don't know. The jingle is. jam? That's something that, that's that's for grandmas. It is. The jungle it's gotta ham, be. however, would have been Jungle ham. Welcome to the jungle. We've got plenty of ham. I feel like my Christmas This is the singing really episode. Yeah, it's the right way. Na 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 please please 
I'm going to make you bleed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it make you bleed or watch you bleed? I want to. I want to watch you bleed. I'd rather make somebody bleed than watch them bleed. That's weird. I, I think it was I want to make you scream and I want to watch you bleed. Oh, uh, all right. They're both a little morbid. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is Guns and Roses. They're kind of weird grossos to begin with. So you know, that's what true. Are you do? That's true. The subject, the true subject, we we lit upon tonight. However. We were going to talk about some uh, Christmas specials, which, indeed, which I have not watched for a long time. I've caught I've caught a few of the Rankin Bass ones. Uh, when Gabe was younger, we, you know, he really liked those Rankin Bass ones. I always thought Rankin Bass was cool because they had the awesome Christmas specials, but also they did Thundercats. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. They even had some Rankin of the Bass? same the same voices. <laughs> who like so, there's there's one on the list i'll bring it up right now okay uh it, it actually came out when we were young heat meister was actually uh panthro nope. nope panthro did a voice of uh, like this evil they were called the Ogwas on did you ever see the life and adventures of santa claus it came out I in the don't know it came out like 83 ish i wrote down a few that that's the thing is man i i know i saw a ton of those they're the they're the big ones that stand out the you know the year without a Santa Claus and mm-hmm. this one was interesting like because it was not super Christmassy but it was kind of like an they were trying to be adventurous like uh, Santa Claus starts out as a little baby that gets adopted by these uh, immortal beings of the forest and they raise him up. This isn't the year without a Santa Claus one. No. It's got like. Santa origins. Not the year with the. It's the life and adventures of Santa Claus. This This is different. This is different than that. These are separate things. I'm not. These are separate things. You guys, if you haven't seen this, you've got to see it. He's raised by like forest nymphs and wood elves and all these things. And there's this guy called the Great Ack, and he's got these big horns. That sounds kind of familiar. It's kind of cool, actually. I mean, it. It's a little dorky, but anyway, they train him or not train him, but they raise him to be a good person and he starts making toys for villagers and stuff and then they bestow the mantle of immortality upon claws and that's how we get santa claus up today and this is, and this is completely different than that <clears throat> wait, 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 wait 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 google rankin, it rankin bass did both of these is that what you're saying yeah so they they did two santa origins yeah but like 20 years apart well, well, when was the Burgermeister Meisterburger one? That's got to be from like late sixties. Did they go that far back? Maybe early seventies. So hard when I was when I was and a that kid, was Mickey Rooney. Everything was there. There was no time. There was just everything was that era. Well, this came out when we were in elementary school. I remember, huh. I remember all the commercials and how excited. Like Christmas Eve, I remember it was on like Christmas Eve, and I had to go home and watch it. I was like, we got to leave my grandparents' Christmas party so I can go home and watch this show. What was it called again? The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. They did. They redid a ca- cartoon of it in the 90s. Wasn't good. But this was stop motion animation. Uh, do you remember uh, there was an actor, a kid actor, called uh, his name was J.D. Roth. He, he did like a bunch of game name shows and stuff. Familiar, but... That's the picture right there. The Life and Adventure of Santa Claus. <laughs> 
not oh, the cartoon. That elf dude, that that creepy elf dude. Yeah, okay. It was I like a. Uh, yeah, not, I want to almost said clinger, but it's I've, like a tingler or something like that. I don't want to hear about that. that that's the I've, that's the aguas. Those are cool. I've definitely seen this. They've got like horns and nose rings and this white spiky hair. They look like, like a punk a, band. Looks like something. <laughs> looks like something from the Rankin Bass Hobbit. Yeah, I mean it's it's that same time. Some down down to goblin. But town see the one the one in the middle with all the spikes coming out of his mouth. He has yeah. the voice of Panthro. <laughs> Yeah, Who I wow. think was actually uh, also uh, uh, Bill Cosby's dad on the Cosby Show. <laughs> uh, that is. I am Panthro. Yeah, I. I man, am this very is, deliberate with the way I speak. This is really crazy because yes, I've seen this, and it's really weird that just like we were saying that uh, Rankin Bass did two Santa Origins, two separate ones, and they're way different. This one is more. This like, one looks way badass. Yeah, it's it's kind of a little Tolkien-ish, a little. It's got monsters and stuff in it. It's pretty cool. It's weird. I kind of want to look at like it. It really does. It looks like there's a correlation between the two. There's a uh, very uh, serious songs in it. A song about being immortal. Immortality. <laughs> oh wow, that that's born super. in our present state. Never were babies we <laughs> live where no mortal has been. We're the nobility. Not that I remember it or anything. Then they had to and they took off for Mordor. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh, that's, it's pretty that's cool. Really messing me up, man. So Is it on YouTube? Uh, I will take a look at that. You go ahead and stretch. I suggest you you watch it if you can. There's a whole big long song about uh making making a little making a little cat making love. No. No. He is raised by a a fairy. Which is weird. Cuz she doesn't I, she doesn't age. She's still the same age as he gets old and he calls her mother. You're my mother, Lucille. I'm seeing clips. Yeah, I'm seeing just clips. There's a there's a like a mountain lion, a cougar in it. Yeah. The lion is Shiegra. <laughs> look like anything. So, uh speaking of you caught me on you caught me snoozing on that one. One that I thought totally would be a gimme that you had forgotten was the immortal Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. I honestly think I have only seen that one Which time in my entire I life. I want to go out and th- you had to have caught it a couple times when you were a kid. I think once, maybe. And maybe not all the way through. I'm calling shenanigans on that because... Uh, I've seen a ton of... Uh, looks like that uh, that uh, Life and Adventures of Santa Claus is based on a L. Frank Baum book. Oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> it it sense, sure is. Yeah. It's Tolkien as hell, but still Baum. It's pretty cool. But... Uh, Evan Otter was on every year. I, I've seen a ton of Muppets Christmas specials, but yeah. I just never really caught that one. Evan Otter's Jug Band Christmas was big in our house. For uh, just because, it, and it's spectacular. I, I threw on a few clips. I was actually going to try and see if I could watch it before you came over. I thought it was on Netflix, or not on Netflix. I thought it was on YouTube. Clicked on the hour and a half long link. It's just an hour and a half long. Like it pops up like. This was taken down for copyright. You can watch it here. And then just a still oh, wow. frame through the rest of the thing. Like, you son of a... You'd think, like, Jim Henson or Disney or whoever owns it would put it up and just show commercials in it. I don't it. think Jim Henson's going to say much about that. Well, you know what I mean. Jim yeah. Henson Studios. 
They can make money on it. They're not going to... Well, I know, but if it's on YouTube, you can monetize it. Not the same way as you can sell DVDs of it every year, I'm sure. Yeah, people don't buy DVDs anymore. I do, but most people don't. Hmm. I'll bet I could find it streaming somewhere. Well, and that was the thing, is there was a link to, like, hey, we've got it where you can buy it. But uh, if you haven't seen Emma Otter's Jug Band Christmas, it is the delightful tale of a very poor otter and his mom. And a washboard. And the River Bottom Nightmare Band, who... (laughs) During the opening credits, menaces and steals Kermit the Frog's scarf. Those jerks. They don't know. It is not easy being green. No. Hey, get back here with my scarf. It's a, it is, like, I mean, if you're into Muppets, it's, it's great. I, I'm I love surprised the Muppets it, when I was a kid, I'm surprised man. it's kind of not Still more do. prolific. It's really good. Like, the music in it's really good. Even the cheesy, uh... I looked up the River Bottom Nightmare Band song, and uh, it's yeah, it's like a '70s, it's like a '70s song, and uh, they're all talking about how mean they're. They say things about they don't brush their teeth because the <laughs> toothaches make them meaner. And That's very uh, true. Every every once in a while for the chorus, it stops, and the bear the bear just goes River Bottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> Sound a little bit like Doctor Claus, a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I was, I was really adoring it, and you know, it was, it, it was made the year of our birth, nineteen seventy seven. Oh, uh, same I, year I as Star a great, Wars. I caught a great, I caught a great outtakes clip from it. <laughs> um, if you've never watched those before, the concept of these guys who are running the puppets that make jokes when things go wrong, but still stay in puppet. At the time, <laughs> there are a lot of great like. Uh, all it is is it's, it's a clip of all they're trying to do is get a drum to roll out the door in front of Emmett and his mom, and uh, it keeps like it'll go out too fast and they're oh my god what the hell was that you know <laughs> it's a lot of fun fun with Muppets also has a good also a good Christmas I, I think part of uh, what makes it that I'm not I'm not always super jazzed about Christmas movies is. of them are just about someone who doesn't feel Christmassy realizing they should feel Christmassy. Boy, that's me every the last few years. When you have one that's just about Christmas in general, I can kind of get into it more. Yeah, I'm I'm the guy that that needs somebody to step in, but nobody's stepping in. Bummer. Uh let me let me get see if I can get a hold of some ghosts. We'll get someone to (laughs) actually yeah. Uh, what ghosts can I request? Uh, since we're on the subject of uh, interesting uh, Jim Henson Christmas specials, do you remember one called The Christmas Toy? I uh, just remembered it. Like, it wasn't even on my list here. <laughs> you just remembered it I, right now? Yeah. It was about, uh, I want to say his name was like Rugby the Lion. Or no, he was a tiger. Rugby the Tiger. That and it was basically Toy Story, but 10 years, 15 years before Toy Story. They were all puppets, but they they lived in this... Uh, yeah, this is like a kind of mid to late 80s. I I think I have seen this. It's, this, it's the story of 86. Toy Story. yeah. Yeah. I mean, rugby is... He's like Woody. And then uh, the kids get this Meteora. I think it's Meteora. And she's like a space toy. And she doesn't realize she's the toy and she's going to blow their cover. But it's about him being jealous of this new toy. And he goes, he sneaks downstairs and 
Uh, he's going to climb inside the box because he thinks he's supposed to be the star of Christmas again. But it's basically the story of Toy Story. Oh, is that, Story. Me- is that Meteora? That sure is Meteora. Yeah, those, she's kind of purple. You know, those kind of things would show up in shows like that. Like it, it it's kind of a action figurey doll. And yeah, like uh, have you ever seen the? Have you ever seen that movie Small Soldiers? Yeah, they are so creepy. Have you seen the commercials for that new uh, Steve Carell movie? I don't know that I have. It's like. Yeah. He's he's had some issues in, in this movie. And I, I didn't watch the trailer. I've just seen the commercials for it. And he goes into his imagination, and everybody's kind of like a, a GI Joe action figure. Hmm. But it's kind of kind of like small soldiers. I guess like I don't adult know. Stuff? But serious. Like that. What was that? It's the, like the Truman Show meets small soldiers. I don't know. <laughs> what was that? That super garbage puppet? Like we're puppets, but we talk about sex and. We show on naked pots, but they they like Greg like the puppets. Bunny. No, no, not like Greg. There was a it was there was Ted. A movie. No, there was a movie. It's the Something Murders. The oh, it had uh, Melissa McCarthy yes, it in it. Did. Yeah, I never it saw that. Super terrible. I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I, I, I remember the, the commercials. The, the basement on that was just that. Uh, I like Muppets. I like kind of puppets, but. Yeah, when you get that small soldier, like it's an action figure that its mouth moves, it, it's really it's scary. It's getting into poltergeist territory, and I do not like that. But this, uh, the Christmas toy, it, they had to be in the same position when the kids came back and stuff like. I mean, it was that very frustrating. Yeah, it was very uh, much like Toy Pixar Story. Crib and Jim Henson style, huh? Yeah. You see any of the Toy Story four stuff? Uh, I saw the thing with the was it a straw or something like that. It's or no, it was a, a fork. Like a it was fork. a fork, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw a, that. I think that's an interesting place that they might be taking. Because each, each movie has kind of been a different level of like, you know, one being what it is, two being right. kind of about... Was two the one that was more of uh, the collector guy? Yeah. Yeah, two's probably the best and one. Then three was about them having to kind of just completely let go. <laughs> three was the one where you were actually going, are they really going to kill these characters? Yeah. <laughs> and then I wonder if... You're like, they're not going to do it. But they might do it. <laughs> the the concept of of like oh like are are homemade toys alive in this world? Apparently, I guess. So it's entirely possible. I don't know if that's the way they take it. That's kind of interesting. Was it on here that I talked about uh, uh, like uh, adult toys or adult toys alive too? Uh, I don't know if you talked about that here. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about it with some comics. Then if it wasn't on here. I asked the question, do adult toys come alive? I don't know. <laughs> how, many, how many adult toys do you own, Travis? I think it's a bit that I've got like in my, my book somewhere. I don't own any, but I know people buy nothing them. Wrong, there's nothing wrong with I hear Travis. the commercials on the radio for Blue Boutique all the time. Yeah. Sexy Blue Boutique. We've got all your adult toy needs. You know, like Rubik's Cubes and Things, you know, things adults play with. That's not what we're talking about, nope. though. Nope. But you might so, get one under your tree. I'm gonna see your. I'm gonna see your. Uh, your the toy story. The Christmas toy. A, um, where is it? Claymation Christmas celebration. Oh yeah, with the California you ever raisins. Seen that one? Yeah. Yes. I, that I, was one that definitely that was, was number one with a bullet on mine because it. Uh, it had a it, dinosaur on it, right? Yeah, he was one yeah, of the it, hosts. It was a. It was two dinosaurs hosting it. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, uh, they kept trying to sing uh, Here We Come a Wassailing, yep. but couldn't get it right. But it featured, I, I looked it up so I could remember all of them. It had the We Three Kings that was in doo-wop. That was actually pretty good. I remember that. was that. one yeah. of the pretty good ones. The Carol of the Bells with the bells that were alive. Mm-hmm. You remember that one? And yeah. the one? That one dumbbell, he just couldn't get it right. He had the goofy teeth, right? It was like, Probably. the hoo, the hoo, the The Oh Christmas Tree that was in uh that one was a little more artistic right i think that one i I still liked quite a bit it was all right okay the uh angels we have heard on high instrumental which i oh it was the ice ballet with the walruses and the penguins Ah, i kind of don't remember that one as well for some reason i kind of remember it now the joy to the world soulful rendition that was great was that the one with the raisins no. No? No. It oh, was, they did Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yes, huh? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, the Joy to the World, I mean, it was Joy to the World, but it was like a, I don't know how to describe it, it was like a soul version of mm-hmm. it. And uh, and, and also the, the, the animation of it is hard to describe. It wasn't so much like figures, it was like wipes of things. Hmm. Like thing, it, it, again, it's it's kind of... I don't know how to describe describe with claymation other than that it was it was more like panels morphing into different still panels. And then they had the Rudolph, the Rudolph by the stars, the California Raisins. Yeah. California Raisins, they, they were just trying to get home for Christmas. That's, Somebody I mean, who's that. not? They've been waiting for a while. They were grapes when they started waiting. We had that as a, we had a video, we had a bootleg of that. Yeah, I think we recorded that, that we from, from TV. Yeah, that was we a good one. We watched a lot of the Claymation Christmas Celebration, but did not watch a lot of uh, good old Emma Daughter, huh? No, I, I honestly don't remember it that much. I mean, I kind of remember it, but not a ton. You know, you have other... <laughs> okay, here's one. You know what one of my most favorite Christmas specials was? What's that? The Fruity Pebbles commercial where Santa made uh, Fred give Barney the Fruity Pebbles. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, the season I to be it, yeah. sharing, Fred. Happy <laughs> holidays, pal. Oh, Fred. Oh, Fred. <laughs> Which Ted, <laughs> is funny because the whole concept of Fruity Pebbles commercials was Barney would steal his pebbles. Barney. Fred bought those pebbles. And Santa he probably came got them for free. He was since constantly he's on the box. He was constantly saying, like, Barney, Barney, I bought these. Stop stealing them from me. And in Christmas, like Santa is, um, Fred. Are you fruity pebbles or cocoa pebbles? Uh, depends. Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I like putting either one on vanilla ice cream. I don't know if I've ever done that. <laughs> it's amazing. Either one. I. <laughs> you can buy like multi meal bags of, of fruity pebbles now. Thinking back to when I'm at, when I was a kid, like uh, the cocoa pebbles versus fruity pebbles is the difference between like coffee and alcohol, like. <laughs> Cocoa Pebbles is just like, oh, it's morning. I'm just going to have a bowl. And Fruity Pebbles is like, oh, I'm going to get crazy today. Make it extra black. No sugar. Pour some, pour no some chocolate cream. milk in these. Cocoa I like it pebbles. straight up. No Cocoa Pebbles. I just swallow it straight so I get a gravelly voice. No. I I don't know why I don't know why that is, but legit, that's my my thought process as a kid. Of I've poured my protein shake over chocolate or cocoa pebbles before. How'd that go for you? It was fine. Not great. It was those, all right. I ate it. Me, those make me it super sick. Chocolate protein shake. <laughs> I learned bad lessons about that. Protein shakes. Yes. 
Oh yeah. I I, I assume it was the whey protein that got me, but uh, oh. it was a brown Christmas. <laughs> well. So we have other, right. we have other standards like the Charlie Brown Christmas special, which lives and dies by the crappy Christmas tree. Yeah. That's kind of what I remember from that one is the crappy Christmas tree. Also, the the Red Baron part is pretty cool. I don't remember the Red Baron part of it at all. Oh, really? No. No. What about Linus's speech? That's that's every every Charlie Brown is, oh, Linus is on his shit again. Like, (laughs) settle down, Linus. Linus is our conscience. Uh, I mean, obviously, again, another standard, the, the actual... Grinch that stole Christmas, not the. We're constantly trying to may market this, we're retelling it. I the Grinch in theaters. Loathe this Christmas. the Jim Carrey one. I don't think I ever watched the Jim Carrey. It one. is hot garbage, and you know I love just about everything. I hate that movie. It looks like he's trying to be that character at least. That's the movie that made me stop liking Jim Carrey for a long time. No kidding. Yeah, I just. 100% disliked everything about it. What is it movie. about it that you dislike so vehemently? It's clearly a terrible soundstage. Uh, everything about okay. him is terrible. Uh, they try to everything make him... Everything about him is terrible? Yeah, it's it just... Like, what do you mean? I don't it, know. This is, I, I'm not kidding. When I when I look at that, like I didn't ever really want to see it, but it looks like, well, the makeup looks like the old Grinch, and he looks like he's acting like that. It... It's when it like something clicked in my brain that said, or is it "Oh, that they, Jim Carrey just tries too hard." Or uh, <laughs> that was the point that that, that was the point. In? Yeah, it wasn't Ace Ventura. It wasn't Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> wasn't any. I was like, "Oh, he's just this is desperate. So uh, this is sad." Was it? Let, let me ask you this because again, I didn't see it. it. Did it? Was it any of it that they did kind of a modern take on thing? That on things? That was a that lot of it too. Yeah. Like, Okay, yeah. they're doing the Grinch, but all of a sudden he's he's got a boombox and he's yeah. There was modern references about, which are now super dated, which is why you don't do modern references. So, okay, I get that. Uh, I haven't seen the new one, the one with uh, Engelbert Humperdinck is the voice Wasn't or whatever his name is. Fastback uh, Cumberbender. Cumberba- Cumberbatch, <laughs> Vester, Adams. Cumberbatch, um, Applebottom. <laughs> I don't know. I actually it, like him as a as was an there actor, a but. middle one? Didn't they do an animated one <clears throat> a few years back? I don't know. I I keep feeling like there was a stretch for a minute. I want to look at this and see if there was the classic. The classic Grinch is is what it's all about. Boy, that's Boris Thurl Karloff, Ravenscroft right? Bor- does Borla- the singing. Bor- yeah, Boris Karloff, Karloff is the narrator. Oh. But Thurl Ravenscroft, oh, the, oh yeah, he was okay. the voice of Tony the Tiger. Great. Yeah, He's the one that did the "You're a Mean One." It's way good, Mr. Grinch. Every it's only a half an hour long for one thing, which is all you need. The, and you know what? I will give it up to that. Like I am, I am way more uh, apt to sit down and feel the Christmas spirit for a half an hour as opposed right. to an hour and a half. The animation it's it's simple, but it's effective. You know, you get you get the message. All the who's they're. That's the other thing is is in the cartoon, the Who's are just very pure, happy, go lucky. We just want to celebrate this day, and in the the Jim Carrey one, they're just like us, which you it, you don't really feel as bad for them when they're kind of terrible to each other. Yeah, and they're they're petty well, about things. That's a that's and a, you're like uh, I don't really care that the the Grinch 
is that's doing a, this. That's a sort of modern thing that I can only get on board with so often, which is like, oh, all this stuff that you thought when you were a kid where you enjoyed you enjoyed watching, like, oh, they just show you that people are happy. Reality isn't like that. Like, yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> that's why we watch it. It's called entertainment. I read, While I was looking at um, Christmas movies and TV today, I ran a ca- across a... Uh, a variety article where some guy was writing about like Christmas specials, the way they've evolved. They used to be, they used to be just fluff, but now they've got an edge. It's like, like, I mean, I'm not mad at a Christmas special that had, ed- has edge, but like acting like, you know, <laughs> they were like, they were crapping all over John Denver. Like, Oh, he was, he was the epitome of that era of just soft and friendly for people. Like, I'm glad you brought up John Denver because I, I do love the John Denver. Uh, it's like Christmas. Or yes. is it one of the other ones? Well, I love the John Denver Christmas CD, but he did one with the Muppets that I loved. It was very simplistic. They're riding on horseback at one point, I think. And just the John Denver Muppet, like I've got the CD. Yeah. With I the twelve I'm, the twelve I, days of Christmas and I am all. fairly certain we had a record of that. It's good stuff, man. No, but it's just I it's 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 the kind of person that can only be one or the other. Or conversely, like, hey, I'm not up for someone who's like, ah, I only like it when it's, I only like it when it's clean or when it's, you know, I can't take it when there's negativity <laughs> in it. Like, I think you, you know, tell a tell a good story on either side. But, the, you know, like I said, the whole crapping all over the idea of, you know, them being kind of fun and uplifting. Like, ah, come on. There is something to be said for the reason that Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, or uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Why they're still classics? They're simple. They tell a story. They're fluff, but it makes you feel good. You know well, what I mean? Also, to be fair, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a is a story of people being crappy to someone. I saw and only only liking him when they find him useful. There is something going around the internet now that parents are very disturbed by the messages in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <clears throat> like people are, I mean, if you're using, if you're using, they're doing that the red nosed reindeer's life lessons. I just watch it because it's fun. I know, but they're doing that go back and rewrite history thing that drives me crazy. So I much. think the only the only beef that you want to have with Rudolph is that Santa's a prick. Well, they all kind of are. Like, no, this is man's like, work. San- Remember, <laughs> Santa, Rudolph's dad. Yeah, but but like Santa, the like. This thing that when you're a kid, they're like, oh, no, Santa unconditionally loves everyone. When he sees right. that Rudolph has a red nose, he's just like, oh, get this get this garbage reindeer away from me. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually, just yeah. to think about I it. I mean, it's it's funny watching. As, as, that, that's the thing is, as a kid, you just don't even think about that stuff. But it does as make adult, you... It I, did, I did think about it. It made me think about it as a kid. It made me think, wait, Santa Claus... Just because of the color of his nose, he's not accepted. Why is that? I think as a kid, I just got a man like, man, Santa's got a lot. Of, Santa's got a lot to do. He ain't got time for this red nosed reindeer. And then they're covering his nose up, you know, trying to be something that he's that's, not. That's right? racist. I don't think it's racist. I think no. It's, I think it's actually, if you watched it now, it's actually a pretty good allegory for like, if you're a, a gay kid or something like that. Like, no, cover that up. <laughs> don't don't show your colors. I. You know, I look at it as I can look at it and say, "Yeah, they probably could have written that better." But also, I look at it and go, "Like, I, I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to feel like this is." I honestly, humanity. I think they wanted to send a message in this, but they had to go so ridiculous, like 
okay, this elf wants to be a dentist and they dislike him because of that. No, that is in Rudolph, isn't it? Yeah. Is that the Island Misfit toys also? Yeah. They run together a little bit for me. But the whole message is, you know, don't don't judge people, don't be don't be bullies, stuff like that. I mean, and, that's that's what the whole thing is about. It's simple. And realistically, we if had you a, can't understand that context, you probably shouldn't have kids. Realistically, we had an <laughs> epidemic in the '80s of kids trying to bounce bumbles. A lot of bumbles got injured. Yeah, I mean, I bounced on a bumble and urban legend. It just squashed. Yeah, it's reckless. Bumbles, that, bumbles bounce. You were a. Uh, Convicted of bumble slaughter. They also ripped his teeth out. That's kind of... That was... Yeah. Yeah. And instantly, he became nice. Just like in Emmett, Emmett Otter's Christmas. The toothaches made you cranky. Made I don't mean. think the... I don't they think ripped the his teeth bo- out, and then he was like... I don't think the Riverbottom Nightmare Band ever came around. I think they were just bad to the end. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, though. I really... I think I need to go back and watch that. I... I it's sweet. <laughs> It's sweet. But Rudolph was great. I mean, yeah, no, although, it's got flaws, but it's fun. They weren't. <laughs> I used to watch this stuff like when I would come home from school, if I was having a bad day at school, I'd come home and pop these in like any time of the year. Like sure. these cr- Christmas specials made me feel good. Sure. Sure. That's why I still remember some of the lines. <laughs> yeah, I we, we ran the tape out. It was just me and my brother and my sister watching videos and we watched a bunch of. I don't know if we had those Rankin Bass ones. Definitely had California Raisins. Don't know if we had the Rankin Bass. Oh, but I we, recorded but every, all of them. I mean, that that was also from an era. That was also from era of TV where you had you know you had the schedule down. Mm-hmm. We are gonna hey man like, you know, year without a Santa Claus is coming on tonight. You guys better be here. Let's talk about year without a Santa Claus. Okay, Burgermeister Meisterburger. I did not see that until I was probably twenty. No kidding. I had I had a child that was old enough to enjoy it the first time I saw it. I never saw it as a kid. So what'd you uh, what'd you think about that? Love it. Yeah, it's fun. It's one of my favorites. I didn't. I never grew up knowing the the heat miser and the the snow miser. Yeah, heat miser, snow miser. Did Pretty you see Did you see the remake, stuff. the live action? That was garbage. Live action? Yeah, they it was on NBC like ten years a, ago. Uh, I saw a CG one they did a few years back. That yeah, was, that was like I a was sequel. Pretty, I was pretty indifferent toward, but uh, I didn't know they did a live action one. I think, uh, I think our good buddy John Goodman was in it. Actually, I think he was Santa. Weird. Yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it was not good. There's a reason you haven't heard of it. Speaking of, I guess this is TV. Uh, have you seen the Christmas Chronicles coming to Netflix? I saw the second half of it. Oh, it's uh, wife, it's actually on. Yeah, it's on there. My wife was watching it, and I watched the second half of it with her. What's the Penny Tate take on it? Uh, she liked it okay. Yeah. I, I was like, eh, it's okay. Uh, I like Kurt Russell a lot, so I'm. I like Kurt Russell it. a lot too, but he was Kurt Russell. <clears throat> he wasn't Santa Claus. Yeah, seeing things like like, well, this seems to be very heavily focused on Santa not liking that he's fat in commercials. There's there's the old uh, Santa Claus gets arrested trope that happens in so many things. Yeah, and uh, to to get released. He gets all the prisoners, including some prostitutes, to start singing is, a a uh, is it jazzy a, Christmas song. Is it adult-ish? No. Oh, okay. It didn't seem like it. Well, there you At least go. not what I saw. So they sing a song in the jailhouse. All of a sudden, these instruments appear. Oh. And he's, he's the lead singer. 
it was kind of like a, it was like a, I don't know. It was, it was not good. Not good? It was like a Bruce Springsteen Christmas song. Ooh. Santa yeah. Claus coming. Oh, better watch Santa out. Better Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, here is... I will tell you, I don't remember anything about this. And I wish I could. But this is so, so deep in there is... Did you ever see the Freddy the Freeloader's Christmas Dinner? I don't think so. Are you familiar with Freddy the Freeloader at all? No. It's a character played by Red Skelton. Oh, okay. Yeah, the hobo guy. Is this? Yeah. That's one I know I've seen. I'm kind of mad that I don't have more of it. I'm going to look at the main cast real quick, but like we watched it a lot. Vincent Price was in this. (laughs) Imaging Coco was in this. Imaging Coco. As Professor... Humperdew. Humperdew? Stay away from my do, Vincent Price. Yikes. But yeah, he... I mean, it was a Red Skelton character. Red Skelton, I think, was charming? It was on HBO. <clears throat> Red Skelton was safe. Was he? Like, yeah, my grandparents watched him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, you know. He was just... Yeah, you should watch some old Red Skelton. Now, that was funny. But it's like I, I get a warm feeling looking at Red Skelton... And uh, thinking, feels like for some reason it, it invokes my grandmother. I don't know why that's the case, but because she probably liked Red Skelton, probably Mister Skelton. You guys, uh, you got any? You got any uh, good nostalgia for like the family tree? You guys go real tree or well, in your house you go real tree or fake tree. In my house, we use a fake tree. In your childhood home, real tree or fake tree? Uh, it was different every year. Yeah, we we had a fake tree, but sometimes we would do real trees. We were, I think, we were real tree. Just, I don't think we 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 didn't always go real tree when I was, you know, like an adult. But like as a kid, I'm pretty sure we did real tree every year. I remember my my I remember gran- going out to the Allied. I think to get. To, oh yeah, I remember tree, Allied tree before log. it burnt down. Yeah, uh, I remember my grandma had a white flocked tree. Oh, flock trees, man. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow, flock trees. They were trees. flocked up. They're messy as, messy as hell. They were. And uh, she would always put like uh, birds and stuff on it. And there would be like tweeting coming had, from the back of the tree. There was this little chirpy thing they would put we in We had tree. like a, I don't think we put birds on it, but we had a little a little box that you'd flip in. And it's like. Hmm. Yeah. So we, we had something like that. We get these uh, pine-smelling sticks. We hang them in the tree, in the fake tree. Huh. I just don't want to mess with a real tree, personally. You know what I mean? I don't want to mess with... The the fake tree, you take... It's very messy. Yeah. And I don't know. It always seems a little bit wasteful to me, just to... Like, oh, you cut this tree down, and now I'm going to throw it away. It's an industry. (laughs) I I know it's an industry. And I'm sure making fake trees is not good for the environment, either. It's not like I'm... Do you guys have any to be special hoody. ornaments, or do you generally speaking go for? Uh, we always do you go for like a set, or do you have specials? We always buy ornaments for our kids, yeah. and now they're older. Uh, but my wife decorates the tree her own way. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have like a, a separate smaller tree that we usually put in the basement. We call it the kids' tree, and oh. it's got like all of our ornaments from when we were kids, and then all of their ornaments growing up. Okay. And it's usually like 80 pounds. We have, uh, 
we we have like uh, Cindy gets set stuff. We have a few a few that are personal, more personalized ones. But uh, she she has some sets. She sets things up really nice. I am going to tell you a story of a very special ornament to me. It okay. was given me to me by my father. All right. My dad, uh, Randy Dahl, was way in. He was into cheap gizmos. Okay. He loved cheap gizmos. And in the, by that same token, like he would love to buy corny, like a Christmas Billy Bass or whatever. <laughs> Anything kind of hokey I, for Christmas. I got a Travis the Trout. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> How is it? I'm, it's long gone. Uh, I got it just because it was named Travis. I got it as a gift one year. The most memorable of them all, however was one year he bought these uh it was like a plastic um snow globe it was about a, i don't know as big as a uh, as big as a stool i don't even i don't know what wow. to compare it to it was it was large-ish big as a laptop i don't know i Just hope i know where the, i hope i know where this is going uh maybe you plug it in and a fan would make it swirl did it have little swirl? foam balls in it yes Ah, have I I've told got you one of these. Before? No, but I've got one. Well, mine was special. Okay. So he hands them out to all of us, and I get looking at mine, and it's like it looks different. It looks different from. Looks different from uh, Cody and Jamie's. What is it? Oh, he had he had given. He had given me the one with the black Santa Claus in. It. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> so I, I'm like, "He knew his audience." Dad, did, he didn't. That was the thing. He didn't know. I'm like, "Dad, oh, did you he didn't? know that uh, you gave me the black Santa?" He's like, "Oh, I'll take that back." I said, "Like, no, no, you will not. This is mine. This is my Santa I am keeping now. This forever. I adore this thing. I am your Santa now." So every year we bring out. We call it the soul from the pole. The soul from the pole. I like that. I ad- I adore that. <laughs> it's like a little plush Santa Claus, and yeah, like little black Santa with a kind of salt and pepper beard. Nice. So thank you, wherever you are, Randy Dahl. You gave me one of my most favorite things in the universe by accident. That reminds me of, uh, did you remember that show, The PJs? It was a Eddie Murphy show. Was it an Eddie Murphy show? Yeah. Was, I that think the, it, was it the animated one or is it? It was a stop motion and it was Ooh, on boy. like UPN or something like that. But it had, a Christ, it had a Christmas special. And I don't remember that much about it, but they did a, a Grinch song on it where <laughs> the, the guy, the main character was like going around stealing everybody's stuff at Christmas and they're you're a bastard, Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, I think Friday After Next is a Christmas movie. Mm, I, There's I Friday, know. Next Friday, and I, I'm pretty sure Friday After Next is a Christmas movie. I don't know if I've seen the third one. Uh, it's not very good. Okay. So it's I not very good, out. but it's... It's a Friday movie, so I definitely saw it. The the Red Skelton thing you brought up uh, reminded me of of something. Did you ever see the Black Adder Christmas I've, special? I've seen it, yeah, that one's I a lot of fun. I don't remember it super well, but yeah, I've definitely seen it. It's it's pretty good, isn't it? Just a uh, isn't it, it just kind of a Christmas Carol type thing? Yeah, but it's in reverse. I think is it? Yeah, I think like the the Black Adder Rowan Atkinson is just like so nice that everybody's taking advantage of him well that was uh, and then at black the adder end was, he he snaps and becomes mean <laughs> instead of the other way around that way in that like they did like it was kind of a different adder every season right and this wasn't one, there one that was it was like the dumb nice one or am i thinking yeah i think so and it was kind of like a dickensian 
I type think, of era. I think most people, like, if you think of Black Adder, you think of the the goatee, dickish one. Right. Or, like, the the first season with the bowl cut. Yeah, with the bowl cut. Wasn't there... Was Am I wrong? There was a World War Two or World War yeah. One. Yeah, there Jeez. was. Black Adder, you were weird. <laughs> but apparently also Christmassy. Like, I mean, we could go down... I, I guess I don't know, like, every, Roderick, every cartoon... that was the name of the... His sidekick, Broad, yeah. yeah, or Froderick. Was it Froderick? Yeah, it was Froderick. Yeah. Um, like every cartoon under the sun had a Christmas show. When I was looking through TV shows, the one that made me laugh the most is, like, it was going through like, oh, there was a My Little Pony special. Oh, there was you know a He Man special. But then the list of Mighty the He Man one was terrible. By the way, I remember it? it. Yeah, the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger holiday specials was just went on and on and on. <laughs> like every iteration of. Power Rangers had its own. They do uh, it every year. Special, yeah. Hmm. Well, let's. We're we're getting a little, getting a little out there on time. So what we talked a little about Santa Claus is coming to town. That's a good one. Burgermeister Meister Burger, classic character, right? Yes. Love he, love he Burgermeister. Crazy, crazy mouth. He always uh. I don't know. I don't what? know what I was gonna say right there. I don't know. What were I, you gonna say? I don't know. He was funny. Yeah. I always thought he was funny. Anyway, but What was it? What was he? He just didn't want Christmas? He well, I think he fell walking downstairs. He slipped on a toy and broke his leg. So he decided toys were evil. So it wasn't even about <laughs> Christmas. It was Burger about Meister. toys. Meister and Burger. and uh, the Kringles kept trying to bring toys into the town and that's what made them enemies. Is it was about toys. It wasn't about Christmas. I mean, it was about Christmas in the end. Because what's Christmas without toys? Well, they hadn't even chosen to do it on Christmas yet. It was just they were randomly bringing toys to kids. Which, kind of a little bit creepy if you think about it. Oh, the con- I mean, the, the concept of Santa as a creep is a well... well that Mrs. Road. Claus, she was the prettiest of all the stop-motion characters, though. Hmm... <laughs> Was she? Remember that that song where she's in the town square around the the fountain, and she like whips her head around and her hair falls down and she's singing. I don't know if I remember that, but I think I remember the the caricature that you're talking about. Shazam! You're talking about all of stop motion or just the Rankin Bass? Probably all ever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna go down that road. Santa Claus was hot for teacher. That's all I know. He had it bad, had it bad. <laughs> he brought his pencil. That is a creepy song. Not a Christmas song, thank you. It's hard on a Guitar have, Hero, does too. Does Van Halen have a Christmas song? They've got to. They've got to. All right, stretch a bit. I'm going to look for Van Halen Christmas song. All right, here's something that I watched for the first time last year. The Star Wars Christmas special. You? How did you get a hold of it? YouTube. But my son downloaded it from YouTube, so we have it downloaded. He also downloaded the uh, um, the version with uh, the Rift Tracks guys, and we're going to watch that this year. So we're going to Rift Tracks at the heck. It is weird. I actually uh, went yeah. to a, I went to a panel um, on it B, last B. year. Arthur's in it. She is in it, yeah. yeah and uh, Harvey Corman. Yeah, Harvey is Corman's in it a bunch. It. There was a panel at FanX this past year. Like Star Wars Minute talks about it a bunch, like. Uh, Chewbacca's horny uncle. Yeah. Oh no, no it was lumpy. his dad. Is his dad? I thought it was yeah. his uncle. It was like stinky or something like that. I can't remember. His, his son lumpy. But there was an entire panel about just the Christmas special, and 
there the guys that were on there like had connections to uh, Lucasfilm and they were showing all these things that were used in it but uh, used in other movies as well like a lot of the characters were wearing the actual maker that showed up in Empire Strikes Back it was it was sort of like that I mean there were pe- there were characters wearing um, repainted jackets from the Planet of the Apes movies <laughs> there was some pretty cool stuff actually do you think the Star Wars Christmas special is where Harrison Ford went, oh, no, I don't want to be a part of this I anymore? I do. Yeah, I honestly do. Do you think I, that? Because, I mean, it's it's famous that he, he wanted Han to die in Empire, but still put in a really great performance. And then, like... I, yeah, what, I think the Christmas special definitely He didn't want to do Jedi, and once you've watched it, you've, right. he, once you find that out, you can kind of tell, like, oh, he's really kind of not... But at any rate, I I had wondered that because uh, the Star Wars Christmas special, I don't even know if I've seen it, it's so famously terrible. They showed like uh, Mark Hamill's makeup and it was absurd. It was like drag queen makeup. Yeah. He was wearing so much makeup. They're like, we don't know why he's wearing this much makeup. But he was wearing like lipstick and just, it was, he didn't look like Luke Skywalker at all. And you said you guys are gonna you guys are gonna riff tracks it this year. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna watch that. That is where we we meet uh, Boba Fett though. So yeah, the, that that, that cool. animated thing's kind of cool. Yeah, not, it, it not was Christmassy, right. not Christmassy at no, all. No, not in the least. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. It was. It's cool. a it's a real interesting style. Did you ever watch the Little Drummer Boy? Probably. That was the angriest little boy. Was he? Oh yeah, he's angry the whole time. That's one of those like so that angry. and the, the Christmas donkey one or two that I'm like, oh, I probably have seen the those. The Christmas donkey one's depressing. Know. Little Drummer Boy is pretty depressing too. But I mean, basically, everybody in his life had died or been murdered. or <laughs> Yeesh. Yeah, it, it's pretty dark. But the whole time he's just angry. The only pers- people he will talk to are animals. And then <laughs> and then he plays the drum this for Jesus. This sounds like a serial killer story. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of <laughs> like... It was kind of like they made a, a terrorist or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> the little drummer boy is activated. Yeah, it was. He was kind of Al Qaeda ish. It it's it's pretty dark. Um, do you know about this little drummer boy game that people play? Mm-mm. No. All right then. Forget. It. I don't either. So we'll forget. Little about drummer it. boy game. Is that where they like bring things to your door or something? Don't know. Oh, all right. Don't know. Have you had a? Have you had anyone bring anything to your door? No. Nobody comes to my door. A uh, neighbor of ours. I don't know who it was. They brought it and gave it to the door. Someone brought us a poinsettia. Wow. Yeah, I guess. Did you eat it? They're poisonous. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for telling me that beforehand. <laughs> no. Oh, how did you ever watch Jack Frost? The stop motion oh. Jack Frost. Uh, it's got one of the funniest villains. Maybe. Thought you were you His Jack name Frost is, and like run through like uh, do you mean the Michael Keaton one? Is that one no. even a Christmas movie? I don't know. I would assume he becomes a snowman. Yeah. So in the Jack, the stop motion Jack Frost, uh, the bad guy is named Kubla Khan, and it's like he's got like a mechanical horse in like this all these... is sounding super familiar yeah. too. Gosh dang it, dude! I watched too much garbage when I was a kid. <laughs> But he's super his- Russian sounding. It, it's funny. But Jack Frost has like uh, the guy that make he, the guy that is responsible for cutting out all the snowflakes up in the clouds. 
and then he's got this little sprite. Are you sure it wasn't Kubla Kraus? Kubla Kraus, okay. Yeah, that's it. Wait, have I seen this one? You had to. Kubla Kraus, he talks like this. I will defeat Jack Frost. I see this guy. Jack Frost wearing armor? That's not, that's not Jack Frost. Jack Frost falls in love with a, a, a girl, so he becomes human. And the deal is, if oh, she falls in, if she yeah, falls in love with him, seen that God. he Rank will be, he, he will everything. remain human. But she doesn't fall in love with him. She falls in love with the dude in armor you just saw there. And there's Burgermeister Meisterburger. <laughs> Where is he? Or, go back up. There he is. Oh yeah, there's the Burgermeister. <laughs> looks like uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who he looks no like. more toy makers to the king. All right. Very grouchy. What about some randos? Uh, I remember a Pac-Man. Do you remember the Pac-Man Christmas special? No. Where everybody in Pac-Land looks like Pac-Man, but then Santa Claus is human. It's not like a Pac-Man Santa Claus. It's just regular human Santa Claus. I always thought that was funny. And then uh, the Garfield Christmas special. Did you ever watch that? <laughs> no, probably that. Uh, it's got John's grandma on that's it. That's the thing, like, and she's all sad because she misses her husband, and then I'm Garfield sh- makes her feel good. I'm sure I watched so many of those things. It's got John Boy, or no, not John Boy, Doc Boy. Okay, I remember Doc Boy. And Doc Boy always messed everything up. <laughs> I remember. I I at least remember the name Doc Boy. Doc Boy. <clears throat> and one more, uh, the Yogi Bear Christmas special. Again, that's like I said. Is like this to I've me. I've probably seen all these. This was like the Avengers, because it brought all of those Hanna Barbera characters. Yeah, but they had that. That was just called Huckleberry Hound. I know, but this was in a Christmas special. They all went to the lodge to celebrate Christmas, and they accidentally woke up Yogi. Oh. And the Mister Ranger, sir, did not want Yogi to wake up because he was going to ruin their Christmas. Augie, Augie, did, Do- was what it did Yogi Augie do? Doggy and Augie his Doggy son? And Doggy Daddy? And Dog, yeah. They were there. Everybody was Snagglepuss. Exit stage left. That was a, that was a great thing about Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera was just, they cribbed every popular celebrity from the time and just made a cartoon out of it. They didn't have, uh, what was the, the shark's name? Uh, Jabberjaws. J- they didn't have Jabberjaw on it or uh, the Doom Buggy. I can't remember the name. I can't remember Doom the Doom Buggy, buggy either. Gabe and I talked a lot about Turbo Teen the other night, and that's all I can think of when you think of cartoon cars. <laughs> I was listening to a show there. I, I think it might have been my brother, my brother and me. The McElroys are talking. They they bring up Turbo Teen a lot, and they, they even you know they laugh about. Oh, we got our just under the wire. We got our Turbo Teen reference in. And I was like, you know, I looked that up. There were only thirteen actual episodes of Turbo Teen. That's crazy for something that we talked about. I don't about even remember Turbo Teen. You don't remember Turbo Teen? No. Did they have a Christmas was, special? It only had 13 episodes, so I'll bet not. It was a kid that turned into a car, and the animation of him, like the, specifically, the his face turning into the front of a car is the stuff of nightmares. This might be familiar, actually, in, in my mind. If you want to stretch, I'll look up the gift for you. No, it's I, I got out in the weeds on it. It's just funny, the idea of there are touchstones for our childhood where this was something that happened for such a short amount of time, but had a really crazy impression on us like much like these uh these holiday specials that some of them maybe only saw once most of them like at the most as a kid i saw them 
I don't know, like 10 or 12 times, maybe? I think I've seen it, Rudolph. Not, probably not even that. I've seen Rudolph and Santa Claus is coming to town probably in the hundreds. Probably I mean, a hundred times. I've, now I've seen them a hundred billion times, but it's, you know. If you had to choose before we get into Turbo Teen here. Uh, it's, it's a, the Turbo Teen's not going to be worth it. I just, want to see, I just want you to see him turning into a car. I just have to find He actually transforms into a car. Yes, he does. But before okay. we do, what were you? What, what would be your... F- oh. Yeah, I've, I've never seen this. <laughs> You've never seen... Oh, God, my face. That's disturbing. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that His up His butt grows into a trunk. He's got junk in the trunk. All right. <laughs> what would be your favorite Christmas special, if you had to choose one? What would be my favorite Christmas yes. special? Uh, probably probably Emma Daughter, honestly. I mean, yeah, if, if, I, if there was one that I had to choose to watch, like, just special. We're not talking about movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, if I'm talking about favorite special, probably Emma Daughter. All right. I think I. this is hard for me. You're going to... We didn't even talk about the rich industry that is Hallmark Christmas specials. I don't watch that crap. Because I, I ran across... what was where's My the wife watches them like crazy. I can't. I, I can't ran across it. this one. A Shoe Addict's Christmas. I'll tell you about it. Candace Cameron's in this. Let me, t- <laughs> let me tell you the plot, because they're all basically this. Buer... Is at a crossroads in her life when it seems that love, a connection with her father, and her dream career are out of reach. When she stays late at her job in a department store on a snowy Christmas Eve, she accidentally gets locked in after closing. She isn't too concerned about the prospect of spending the night in the store, until a quirky woman appears out of nowhere in the shoe department and tells Noelle that she's her guardian angel. Soon, Noelle finds herself revisiting Christmas's past, present, and future, and she must work with her new neighbor, a handsome Christmas loving firefighter. Hmm. I'm gonna just stop there. A handsome Christmas loving firefighter. I bet he has a fake tree. A handsome Christmas loving firefighter. That is, I think every Hallmark special is a handsome <laughs> firefighter. You don't have a lot of uh, handsome loss prevention department <laughs> veterans in these Hallmark specials. There's no Christmas loving mailman. I know that. Christmas loving mail. Christmas. Nope. Christmas Mr. McFeely probably liked Christmas. <sighs> Maybe. A, Do you ever see a, all of the other reindeer? The bad guy is a mailman who hates Christmas because because it's so busy. Is this a special, a movie? Yeah, it was like I don't know, fifteen years ago. Uh, that's the, they're, they're probably a ton of like off-brand, not necessarily about anything specials that I saw that I don't. That so many of these just wash over me like you talked about the garfield christmas special i probably saw that washed over me and i have no memory Hmm. of it well i'm still trying to choose between rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and santa claus is coming to town i'm just going to call it a a tie those are my two favorites which what happens in santa claus is coming to town that's the one with the the kringles that's the one where they adopt the baby Oh, and oh. (laughs) that's burger meister meister burger that one seems pretty Uh, sweet the winter warlock No, Burgermeister Meister Burger is that's the year without- Santa Claus is coming to town. Year without a Santa Claus is uh, Snow Miser and Heat Miser. Boy, oh boy! This is my expertise. Trust those, me. Those rank basketball. Trust I'll, me, I know my stuff here. I'll. Uh, this is not video games. I room. know what I'm talking about. No, wait, 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 wait. The. Oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay, yeah. I was getting trapped up in the the Adventures of Santa Claus. No, that's the life and adventures, that's of, life Santa and adventures of Santa Claus. Okay, I yeah. I bend I bend to your will. Santa Claus is coming to town is the one put one foot 
in front of the other. Damn you songs that cannot be outrun. And then there's the year without a Santa Claus, of course, but that one's okay. You ever I like any it. of the any of the variety show specials? You ever watch any of those? I'm, again, I tried I'm watching. Sure I watched a ton of them. I, I tried watching a Paul Lind one that last year. That sounds awesome. It wasn't. No. I wanted it to be. That sounds awesome. It was horrible. But Paul, it Lind was bad, it. bad. It wasn't even like this is corny bad. It was bad, bad. But, but Paul Lind is in it. Like, yeah, it was. It was not good. But but like. I'm the kind of person that... It was you, cringe bad. Oh. Yeah. I feel like I'm the kind of person that <laughs> I just... I have such an affection for someone like Paul Lind that even if something's bad, if I can just watch Paul Lind being... Samantha. Paul Lind, I'm probably kind of into it. Yeah. I wanted it to be good. That's I wanted bad. it to, to at least be like campy or fun to watch, but it was like so bad. That's too bad. Yeah. I kind of like the old like dorky Lawrence Welk Christmassy stuff too. Yeah. I, f- I think I could get into those now. I don't know. It's a simpler time. Indeed. Variety. That's what Variety had to say about it. It was that's a simpler true. time. A simpler, lamer time. They should all be ironic now and just... I, I've actually thought, wouldn't it be nice if we had Variety shows now? But then I think about what would be on them and I'm like, nah, it wouldn't be good. You know what was actually really good? Did you ever see the Colbert Christmas special? That was on the list. I haven't seen it though, no. It's actually really good. Toby Keith's on it. He sings a song about there's a war on Christmas. Does he really? Yeah, but it's funny. Is he being silly about it? It's this. I mean, he didn't write it. I thought. I think uh, Colbert probably wrote all of them. Huh. And then the end of it is. Uh, wait, wait. Which Colbert is this? Colbert who has his own show? Colbert or is this Colbert? The this character? was the Colbert Report. Oh, so this was the the Colbert character. Yes, this the Colbert character. Feist okay. did a song on it, but at the end, uh, it's uh, Elvis Costello singing. Uh, what's so funny about peace, love and understanding like on the, on the piano. And it's, yeah. it's really good. Oh, I might have to check that out. Check that out. Everybody. I could go for a good throwback, uh, variety show special. See if you can find the Colbert Christmas special. That's I'll check it Oh, out. Willie Nelson's on it too. I think I'm, I'm not mad at that. I think he's like a, he's like I'll a little, a little angel decoration, but he's high going, <laughs> Going back to the music, I can get I can get down with some old timey country music Christmas albums. You know, you stop at the Garth Brooks. I'm not gonna get into those <laughs> country. You go back to some dirty old Johnny Cash type Christmas albums, and I'll probably get into that. I'm trying to think of George, George Jones. Probably something like that. Everybody in the '90s referenced George Jones. All right, you ready to get to some magic, Mike? I am. I am. I've prepared my body. All right, who who are you looking to talk to on Magic Mike tonight? Well, since Rankin Bass has been the reason for the season, I was hoping we could talk to one Yukon Cornelius. Ooh, yeah. All right, I'll say the magic words. Strawberry shortcake. Hello. Hello, sir. Who are you? I am Jake. Hello, Jake. Well, let me say it right. I am Jake. Hi, Jake. Uh, I am Yukon Cornelius, the greatest prospector in the North. Wahoo! Yeah, you were really excited about just being a good prospector. I'm the best prospector. Did you ever really cash in on that? How did? Oh yeah, I found lots of silver, silver and gold. 
That was not pornographic the way you were going at those rocks, man. I wasn't going at the rocks. It was the pickaxe. <laughs> was it the pickaxe? Yes. Like you were going at the rocks on the Woohoo! Pickaxe! Uh, I found a peppermint mine at the end of the Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a wonderful beard you've got there. What sort of product do you use in that? Mostly yarn. I just put yarn in it. I guess I never really thought of it that yeah. way. It's always in the right place. Never uh, a stray hair. Can we talk about bumble abuse for a minute? Uh, back in the day, we didn't respect bumbles the same way we do now, Jake. Well... It took all these years in Sarah McLaughlin to finally make a commercial about bumble abuse. I made a reformed bumble, and that bumble made a reformed prospector in return. Did you make a reformed bumble? Because as I recall, yes, it we was... ripped out his teeth. Yeah, you didn't rip out his teeth. It was Hermie the Elf did. Hermie the Technically, Elf Technically, yes. What did you do to What did you do to reform that bumble? I, I really... pushed him off a cliff and landed the on top of just him. Went... The bumble considered you food, right? It's a predator. Yes, I'm, that's just instant. The natural order of things. It's a tame bumble. You tamed a bumble. But I pushed him off a cliff, and everybody yelled, "Yukon!" Nobody yelled, "Bumble." <laughs> this is a this is a true statement. Nobody gave a gave a fig for the. But you know about bumbles. Bumbles bounce. <laughs> that was true in that special. We bounced back up. So what did we you save the day? You know how we saved the day? How did you save the day? By putting a star on a tree. Hey man, you know what? Christmas I, isn't Christmas without a star on the tree, Jake. I could I could go for a day that would be good just because I put a star on a tree. That's the that's the dream. Everybody. So since those those heady days, since the Woo-hoo! salad days, since the salad days of, of peppermint mines, what have you and the bumble been up to? Well, I'm, we've been dating for forty five years. You, you ain't put a ring on it yet. No. <laughs> Interspecies marriage? It's 2018, not 2028. Hey, we'll give it 10 more years. Look, man. I mean, what, like a promise ring? Anything like that? I mean, we live at the North Pole. There's, you, there's not a lot of options. Aren't you interested in making a humble bumble of that bumble? He's uh, definitely a humble bumble. Yeah. He doesn't have any teeth. Uh, Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> Wahoo! Silver and gold. Don't, don't do it. Don't make the noise. We're all misfits. Uh, so, oh no, no, no. Oh. Bumbles bounce. No, no. Yukon Cornelius. I'm going. I'm going early. I'm pulling the ripcord. Back to the Phantom Zone. Back Whoa. to the Christmas Zone. Oh God. Travis. Hey Jake. Travis. How'd that go? I would. I would kill my own mom in this room right here to get a guest on Magic Mike that doesn't turn horny on me. I think it's the mic. I don't know what it is. Every single one. It's not me. I, I know even, that. I didn't even infer that the the bumble in him. I just want to know what's up with those guys. He's like, oh, we're totally taking it to Pound Town. Wow. Whoa. I mean, I guess you fall off a cliff together. You probably have a bond when you survive that. You know. I suppose. Yeah. It's like it's like people dating their uh, uh, jumping out of plane instructor person. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, everybody out there knows what I'm talking about. Does that happen? You ever? You ever? I don't know. I've never. Oh yeah, skydiving. That's the word. Yeah, I've never done it. Hmm. Otherwise, I probably would have remembered the word. Oh, I'm happily married. I don't need to skydive. Apparently, you have to date them. Uh, why not? All right. Well, holy moly, what a Christmassy episode! Am I right? It sure was. Yes, Christmassy or hot. 
or holiday e if that's what you're into. So if you, <laughs> if you've got any sort of Christmas messages that you would like to wish us, you can contact Travis and I at later to the tater at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me and you know I got the whole Twitter, the Jake underscore doll thing going on Twitter. Maybe there's a Christmas tinge to it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. What kind of plugs you got out there, Travis? Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter or uh, Instagram at Travis Tate Funny. Just f- friend me on Facebook. Uh, I do stand-up comedy. I, I'm i pretty good at it. <laughs> I like doing it. So if you want me to come to your town, email your uh, comedy club. Say, we want Travis Tate to come. Please. And they'll say, who the hell is that? And you'll you have know to know that guy who knows everything about Rankin Bass. Yeah, he's a Christmas expert. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just want to say happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Hey, stay safe out there. Sure. Uh, we'd like to thank Blue Wave Theory for our opening and closing music. Yeah, surf music sounds good right about now. Doesn't Merry it? Christmas to you guys. So, for late to the party with Travis Tate, Christmas wishes from Jake, and also Christmas wishes from Travis Tate. And guess what? It's better Tate than never. Wahoo!